Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. And the worldview with Adam Gilchrist is brought to you by Outsurance. Good morning, Adam. Hope you are well. Let's start morning, in Gaza and the Rafah mm. region. There are some emergency warnings over a potential new ground incursion in Rafah. Which appear to have fallen on deaf ears because in the early hours of today it appears that a major assault has begun on the city of Rafa. This is a city crammed with Palestinian refugees. And according to the latest reports, two hostages have been found at safe and well and have been therefore recaptured, as it were. Um, but there have also been deaths. The, the military are moving in. And this is despite the fact that, for instance, the UK Foreign Secretary David Cameron talked about over half of Gaza's population being in this very concentrated area. The Dutch Prime Minister, sorry, uh, Foreign Minister, uh, Hanke Bruns, saying there could be many civilian casualties. Saudi Arabia warning of very serious repercussions if Rafah is stormed. Uh, Hamas's rulers in Gaza warning that any operation would undermine ongoing negotiations about the release of hostages. Uh, but the Israeli Prime Minister telling his military to help civilians out and then themselves move in. That's certainly... Uh, all the signposts are there that that is exactly what is happening. And frankly, uh, starting a battle in a crowded city of any kind is, is bad enough. But with all the extra refugees, uh, many of whom are sleeping in tents and in the streets and so forth. Ah, my word, it's it's potentially chaos. And then Donald Trump's NATO threat. He said he would encourage Russia to attack NATO allies who do not pay their bills. This is a disturbing aside from the ex-U.S. president and, and, the, and the possible future U.S. president. What an extraordinary idea. Yeah, the, the, the idea that if you haven't stumped up, the, the NATO target is 2% of your national economy, 2% of your GDP should go on defense. And actually, a fair number of countries have hit the 2%, but not all. I think... France, for instance, is below 2%, but I could be wrong. But there are certainly some high-profile players who aren't hitting that figure. But to say that he would encourage Russia to attack a NATO member that doesn't hit that target, uh, he uh, uh, said that he would encourage the aggressors to do whatever the hell they want. Members of NATO uh, committed to defend any nation in the bloc. It's the one-for-all, all-for-one um, ethos that absolutely is. The White House has called Donald Trump's comments appalling and unhinged. I mean, they would say that, wouldn't they? There is an election coming and the White House is Democrat and Donald Trump is Republican. Uh, the NATO chief, Ian Stoltenberg, said any, any suggestion allies will not defend each other undermines all of our security. So he's trying to walk a tightrope here because he doesn't want to tee off potentially the next American president, whilst at the same time, he also doesn't want to say to Russia, yeah, absolutely, go ahead. Uh, pick out those countries that aren't hitting 2% and invade because America won't do anything. And uh, no, no. I mean, think of any club you're a member of. Yeah, it, it's, he hasn't paid his dues. It's okay if you kick the living out of him at the door. No. <laughs> and, then, and then finally, there's a, there's a thought experiment and the psychological test of what it, what it says about your personality. 
about whether you would choose to be invisible or whether you'd have the uh, the the gift of flight. And the gift of flight is about um, self actualization, a la a la Maslow, and that um, the uh, to choose invisibility speaks to some Jungian <coughs> shadow self. And choosing to be invisible has been one of my little... That's what I choose, because I would take free international flights. Because this is currently what's happening. There's the invisible man's flight. He evaded security to cross the Atlantic. Yes, his cunning trick was was exactly that, was blending in. You wouldn't think that would work. But anyway, this guy, he flew from London to New York without a passport or any other documents on him, it appears, without a plane ticket, by tailgating other passengers. This is a guy called Craig Sturt. We know who he is now. Uh, Craig Sturt passed through various security checkpoints, and there are quite a few, and you queue up and you do your thing, and passport control, all this at Heathrow's Terminal 5, got on a, a British Airways plane. And all he appears to have done is walk closely behind someone else. And you're thinking, Really? <laughs> Really? Um, it's kind of embarrassing, frankly, for Heathrow security. But not only that, but when he got on the plane, he found a free seat. And again, free food and drinks for five and a half thousand miles or so. Uh, what's that? Ten thousand kilometers pushing that. He was stopped by armed officials. No, I've gone too far, haven't I? It's five and a half thousand kilometers because it's about three and a half thousand miles. Anyway, he was stopped finally by American border officials you know what they're like um you can't imagine tailgating through them but he was probably i mean he didn't end up in an orange jumpsuit which i suppose is success anyway they put him on a return flight to london where he was arrested and taken to a psychiatric unit where he has now escaped we don't know how probably just walked out behind somebody again big security embarrassments all around the art of invisibility um, he may be a bit disturbed, this guy, but you know what? It worked for him, didn't it? At least he tried. And Gilchrist, looking forward to chatting <laughs> to you tomorrow with the world.